0: Welcome to Your Best Bets. I feel like the three of us haven't been together in quite a while here. Uh, a little bit of a different show tonight. We have not uh, recorded a podcast this week on uh, the 3M Open Uh, a tournament no one really cares about and uh, much more important things going on in the local golf scene. Uh, This week is a city qualifier. We have uh, two weeks until the city championship. So a lot of our podcasts are going to be tailored around the city uh, the next couple of weeks. Joining me to discuss a couple items uh, concerning the golf course and some of our thoughts on, on, on how that's all going to play out at Autumn Ridge, Johnny Strouser, Johnny, um, are we over the Rory heartbreak from last week yet?
1: I, I, that's going to be a while because that one was a, that one was one I was hoping he'd win, you know, 150th open at, uh, at St. Andrews. Um, but you know, he, he fought till the end and, and just got, just got lapped by a guy who was putting out of his mind and, and making birdies left and right. And he did what he had to do, but we well, we're going to get over it, but it's going to take a little bit longer than, uh, than I had hoped.
0: Uh, yeah, it was, um, I wouldn't call it devastating, but it was one of those slow bleed situations. I'm sure Zach Fitzgerald has some thoughts on our, our boy Cam Smith probably going into the live tour and he's probably excited about that right.
2: I mean, I, I really, I, I just want everybody to be happy honestly I'm tired of the bickering I think it's unwarranted and unnecessary, but you know the thing that I kind of took away from the open is that Rory played fantastic. I mean, any other year he probably wins, obviously, you know, Cam Young would have also beaten him. What an Eagle on the last hole, pretty insane. Mm. Um, Mm. but, uh, you know, I, I hear these people saying that Rory choked again and I just don't believe that at all. I just think he got beat by Cam Smith. And I mean, one of the historic final round performances, you know, right up there with Johnny Miller. So, uh, I thought it was a fantastic open. I got to watch a lot of it, and um, you know, I heard a lot of people complaining about the condition of the course, but I just think that that's the way that that a British Open is supposed to be played. And I thought it was fantastic. And every time, you know, that we don't see it at St Andrews for a few years, I forget how hard 17 is. I mean, just unbelievably impossible angle into that green from almost anywhere you are.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the up and down on 17 by Cam Smith will be Mm -hmm. the, the shot that is remembered the most, um, that, that will be looking back in five, six, seven years that, that, that was the shot that really won it for Mm him. And I agree with you on Rory. Sometimes, sometimes you just get beaten golf and you, he goes out and shoots 70 probably nine times out of 10 that, that probably wins it. And, uh, I mean, the, from, for both the cams to play the final round that they did was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, we are here to uh, talk about the, the, the upcoming city tournament, and more specifically in, in this show, we're, we're going to talk about Autumn Ridge, the the course that's hosting the city championship. Uh, this will be the third time that Autumn has hosted the city. Uh, 1996 was the first time, basically at that point, a brand new course in Fort Wayne. I think Autumn opened in 93, Uh I'll, I'll let member johnny strouser uh correct me if i'm wrong there but at that time a really new course in the city um and then again in 2013 uh when uh, pat kelly won um uh dan hall won the first time shout out dan hall if you're listening out there uh winning the uh inaugural uh, event at in autumn uh in 1996, one with a 218 2 over. Pat Kelly won um, in 2013 with a one over score. So, um, I, I guess starting out, guys, um, Zach, why do you think Autumn Ridge is such a good fit for the city championship?
2: Uh, I think it puts a premium on driving the golf ball. Um, It's going to separate guys that are hitting the ball solid. You know, there are so many shots out there that you have to hit pretty much fairly straight. And exactly on the line that you say, I hear people at at points say it places it's gimmicky. And I would say that it's placement. I don't believe that gimmicky word. That's a weird word to me. I, I think anything for a lot of players, it isn't just bomb and gouge, just gimmicky. So I think it is a fantastic placement golf course. Um, you have to work the ball both ways. Uh, I think it does favor, just in my mind, playing a draw a little bit more. But um, yeah, I did, wonderful golf course, great par threes. Uh, and it shows, I mean, when it holds a championship, it has yet to be uh, won by an under par score. So kind of interested to see what it is this year.
0: Johnny, you've been a member there for for quite a while now. Um, just your thoughts on on why you think Autumn is such a good host, and, and why um, you know someone that goes through and, and wins the city there. It's why is it so meaningful?
1: Well, I mean, it's you know, it's a fairly new course. I mean, course built in the early '90s, and that's that's uh, I would consider that new by and and you know by modern standards and everything. Um, the, the golf course, it's a tough golf course. It's a long golf course. It's longer than a lot of the, the local public courses that we've got in the area. And it does present, uh, present challenges that you've got to be good at a lot of different aspects of your game, um, to, to succeed on it. And it's got water hazards that are meaningful water hazards, not just for show, um, the water hazards generally come into play. It's got bunkers that come into play that are meaningful bunkers. Um, again, not something that's just there for cosmetics and, you know, just to make the golf course look good. So it's a good test to golf. And and I've talked to a lot of people over the years since I've been uh, moved down here um, in the mid 2000s. And, you know, they, they always recognize it as, as a tough golf course. There's a lot of people, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that have, uh, that are listening to this and watching this that have played the golf course at least once before. And they'll probably say, you know what, I don't like the golf course because it's really, really hard. That's because it is. I mean, it's, it's not, it wasn't necessarily designed to be this local neighborhood golf course that, uh, you know, that you could get around in real quick and and, and play a good score. I mean, it was built, um, you know, it was built to challenge you and and that's what it is. So, you know, the golf course stretches out to, um, it's over 7,100 yards on the the card—it's a little bit shorter because they've removed some tees in the last few years. So, but it's still long enough. And uh, you know, I think that it's—it's it's, uh, a good event to win because it—you uh, know—we always talk about these tougher PGA Tour courses and these bigger uh, PGA Tour events and and major championships, saying they want to bring out the golfers, uh, uh, bring out the best in their game. I think this golf course really does that. Um, you know, I've been a member here for probably ten years or so, and this isn't one that I could just go out and shoot an, a just an, a ridiculously low low score on. I mean, I I, I can get around there and, and shoot pretty good, but it it's taken me years to do that. and And I think uh, you know that's something that uh, the winner of this event. Or anybody who plays well at this event, even if it's a Saturday game, you know, with your buddies, you get around on this golf course and you shoot a good score. You got to feel good about yourself because, because, like what Zach said, it, it it demands a lot with the with the driving, and it's got you know well placed hazards and the greens are always tough. So, you know, I think uh, I think anybody who does play well here, it's going to bring out the better players, and it's going to bring out the the better players who are playing the best at this point.
0: I like what you said about. The fact that it really does test uh all all the way through the bag um and I also like Zach what you said that it's it a lot of these holes are positional holes uh where your t-ball is so critical um and and I want to get into a couple of those items I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen uh, first to get started here guys um I have Autumn's uh site pulled up and I want to read Um, this i I love this stuff autumn ridge golf club located on the north part of fort wayne is has developed into one of the most relaxing yet challenging courses in the area Um, golf digest awarded the facility a four-star rating um i don't know about the word relaxing at times especially if 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 we get some winds. um but uh you know we talked about the water coming into play um I counted, I think, 11 holes where there's meaningful water that is in play. And maybe I overcounted. I'm not sure. Um, But I I got the scorecard up on the here on our our Zoom meeting, almost 7,100 yards. You mentioned 70, 75 from the Golds. you know, for those that play this course and you play the blue tees, uh, this is like two different golf courses from when you play the blue tees versus the gold tees. And I've played it from the blues. And then when I play with my friend Johnny out there and I haven't played with him in a couple of years, we're like, Oh, we're, we're playing the golds." I'm like, you know, do we have to, Uh, because it's, you get on a couple of these tees, you're like, Oh shit, this is like, uh, this is a completely different hole. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm wanting to play the hole from, from this tee box. Zach, um, kind of your thought process on that when you play a course that is so demanding off the tee and uh, has so much length to it, like Autumn can provide from the tips.
2: Um, I mean, I I remember I was a member at Autumn I think for five years, and I remember kind of playing out there the first few times and you know, really realizing that hitting driver straight was kind of the way to go. And then, you know, on certain holes, you know, driver not being necessary and not being needed and putting yourself in the right position was the best play. Um You know, when it comes from the back tees, there are certain holes out there that I find easier from the back tees and certain holes that are obviously much more difficult. Certain holes, I think it takes a lot of the trouble, at least for a guy like me who doesn't hit it, you know, 300 plus, you know, kind of, you know, certain areas that I can't really reach and get in trouble anymore. But when I I go to a new course, um, a lot of times, you know, I'll just scout it out online first, try to get an idea of you know, the layout, and then I, I just, you know, try to pick a line, um, but there are certain holes out there that are somewhat blind tee shots in a way, and you really do need to know the line, so with a course like Autumn, I remember for the first few months, you know, it was a real struggle to shoot a low score, and, you know, you would you would get to a point where, you know, you're playing well, and, and there's just no let up there, I There are other courses where, say, the front's harder than the back. You know, you think, if I get through the front well, you know, then maybe I can shoot Brookwoods a course like that. You know, I think that the front is significantly more difficult than the back. But Autumn, there's just no, like, let up. You may have one easy hole, two – or easier. I don't want to say easy, but, you know. But there's always just, like, two or three hole stretches that are extremely difficult. Then you get to the end, which are kind of my bugaboos. 16 and 17 kind of seem to bite me a lot. So uh, I just I think that there's trouble for every single type of golfer out there. And that's what makes it such a great course.
0: Johnny, you know, you play in this this course, you know, hundreds of times like you have uh do you agree with that assessment as far as the front versus the back what i mean as far as scoring opportunities i've always thought the front offered a little bit more of a chance um than the back nine what do, how do you see that
1: if you can hit i think the the front nine has more birdie holes if you're getting off the tee better if you're getting off the tee well you've got a good chance i mean uh like the first hole, the first hole says 428 yards. That That is actually the putting green. The, the first hole is actually 390 yards or so. Um, you can generally have a short iron going into that. Uh, two is a tough one. If you hit a good tee shot on three, which is the hard dog leg right hole, if you can keep it dry, you generally have a real short iron into that. Uh, the next hole, um, uh, four is a short par five um, that you can usually get up uh, by the green there in two. Um, so you've got some opportunities to get out of the gates. Okay. But if you're not hitting your driver, well, um, if you're, if you're really struggling with that in any direction, um, you're going to be going through your entire sleeve of balls real quick. So, you know, there is that, uh, that, that, uh, um, other factor there, but if you, if you get it going, I've always felt that if I can get, uh, get some birdies, uh, out there, because there's that op, there's some tougher holes on the back, tougher tee shots that uh, you know you may end up losing one or two, or or hitting it into the trees or into the shit or something like that, and and you may end up having to uh, uh, you know struggle to make you know shoot let's say an even one over two over round on the back side there, and especially when the wind blows in a certain direction, um, it makes a lot of those holes on the back nine tough. So really for me, it's it's uh, get after the front nine on those, um, you know, on those holes by hitting some good tee shots, get zeroed in on those. And then, uh, and then just kind of hang on, on, on the back nine um, is is typically how I played that. I can remember just one, one quick story. I don't know if I'm going to have any stories because I, you know, I can't remember half my rounds. I was playing in the the club championship and I was three or four shots back one year and um, went out. Uh, and shot 31 on the front. The guy who was leading it shot like 33. So I, was, I ended up being a couple back. And I ended up uh, 31 and then 35 on the back for 66. And and he and I just kind of was patient. I knew that if he, you know, the guy I was playing against didn't hit it very well on his tee shots there, um, that he was going to get in some trouble, which is what he did. So, uh, you know, I ended up winning the club championship, I think, by one shot. Uh, with that uh, with that good score there but it was one of those things I was like I got to get aggressive I hit a lot of good drivers a lot of good uh, uh, fairway woods off the tee and it really got me in position with some short irons going into the greens there so definitely for me is in and you know my thing is is to get aggressive to start and and just kind of hold on on the back nine there
0: Zach to me that that just sounded like a warning sign for the field like Johnny can just shoot sixty six at any time.
2: I absolutely can. I've seen him do it. Uh, absolutely, he can. Uh, um, and I think it was a little bit misconstrued what I said. What I was saying is that the front of Brookwood is much e- or much harder than the back of Brookwood. I do think the front of Autumn Ridge is is easier than the back of Autumn Ridge. But I will say that I think you can gain more shots on the field on the back than where you can on the front. Yeah. I think yeah. that you know a strong player playing well can also attack the back to where if you're struggling a little bit you have to play defensive because it will one hole will eat your entire tournament and ruin it. Yeah, good but thing. I do think the front's easier than the back. Head on them.
0: And, and I'm sorry if I if I misconstrued that. No, no, no. no. It's probably the way All I right.
2: said it. Honestly,
0: <laughs> it, pro- it probably it probably is. No, I. You know, guys, yeah. what I like I like golf courses that um, give you. It's like a like a handshake agreement early on, like first hole. Think of like Riviera. It's like the easiest par five on tour, uh, on the first hole, and then after that, it, it just it, it kicks your it's ass on. now. Now. Here's what I feel like with autumn Ridge. I feel like what to your point, Johnny, the first four holes, it gives you an opportunity early to get off to a good start, maybe a couple under through four, obviously, two is a very difficult par three, especially from the goals. However, I think there are opportunities on one, and especially three and four. Um, you know with with a good tee shot on 3 4 is a gettable par 5 that you could you could get a couple under and then then you can pick your spots throughout the rest of the round um you know 9 is is obviously an opportunity it's a it's a much different hole from the tips versus the blues as we as we talked about before but um that's what i like i it offers you a chance early i feel like and then there's scoring chances uh sprinkled throughout the rest of the rest of the holes. And of course you might, you might throw in a birdie on say 14 or um, you know, 17, who knows? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that, that, that kind of ease in start in theory, and then it kind of, kind of some up and down chances throughout the rest of the round, Johnny.
1: As a golfer, I, I absolutely love the, the handshake start. I mean, give me, all of that, I don't, I don't want to start out with a 450-yard par four, um, you know, something like that, where I'm having to hit driver, four iron, or something like that into it, just to struggle to make a par. Now, if I was a golf course architect, that's a that's a completely different story. Give me, give me something that just makes them want to walk off the first green and just drive back to the clubhouse. But as a golfer, though, and as you know, you know, you got to make these golf courses playable for you know, two handicaps for scratch golfers and for 20 handicaps. You can't make it, you know, overly tough. What, what I like about these though is is like I said, they, it's about the placement of, of your drives. It's about, you know, you can, you can make double on one very, very easily by hitting it into the hazard and you can tow hook one on two into the, into the uh, pond short of the green and make double, You could hit one in the water on three and make double and, and four, you can snap hook your, your three wood or your hybrid left into the pond on four. So, I mean, you could start out just with the worst possible score there, but you know, it's not though built to where you can't play away from that stuff and still have golf shots. And that's the cool thing about it. And, and years ago they had a lot more trees. They, they have lost some, due to storms um within the last you know four five six years so it has gotten more open and it's gotten uh you know a lot more uh accessible and you could play away from that stuff but it's just about coming up with a strategy there but i i i like the start because it can it can you know i can start well and i could look at okay we're gonna we might post a score in the 60s here if i can uh if I can keep it going, but it's also, you know what, I could start out two over through four, you know, with a, with a bad shot or two. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to have to find a few more here just to get back to even par. Um, So I think that's where uh, um, the fascination with how this golf course is set up on how that, uh, that, that can go both ways. um, You know, if you're not on your game.
0: Uh, I feel like there's a, there is a lot of risk reward around here. Um, you know, you mentioned like the tee shot on three, um, maybe the second shot on nine. That's something that you have to consider if you get your drive down there, the tee shot on 10. Um, Zach, does that come into your mind playing this golf course? It probably depends on how well you're hitting it off the tee as well, though, right?
2: Um, you know, if we're talking about nine, if it plays the tips, it's going to be extremely rare that I'm even going to have the option to to go for it from the blue tees, you know, if I hit it well, obviously I can go for it. If I don't hit it well, then that's where kind of the, mm-hmm. the questioning for me, but from that's kind of one of those holes that I'm talking about on, you know, from the the golds that kind of takes all the difficult decision making out for me, because even if I pound yeah. a drive, I don't think I can get it over the water or at least percentage wise, enough times to make it beneficial um yeah absolutely I mean uh, I played that place a lot of times and there's there's some scar tissue that comes with you know just thinking about certain positions that you can get yourself in there and you talked about one and it is a bit of a handshake hole at times but like Johnny said I mean hit it right into the water you're making double you know hit a good drive and it doesn't, you know, sit in a position. You have a downhill side hill line to a green that, you know, can be a difficult shot. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of trouble out there. And and certainly that comes into my mind every time I play it, it's the rounds that you can forget about that stuff that are the good rounds out there. The rounds that that you can just go out and feel free that that I've always played the best out there. When I get nervous is when I always struggle out there. Yeah. I, I, I just,
0: I go back to, I, f- I feel like it's, it's fair. If you're hitting the ball well, you're going to be rewarded with probably a lot of birdie chances. If you're not hitting well, it's, it could, it could really take your lunch and it can do it quickly. Um, Johnny, what's, what's the hole that people during in two weeks at the city are going to just dread
2: playing, you think?
0: You got me. You hear me?
1: Okay, hang on here. My internet was was going out there. Um, I think we're back. I heard what? What's the whole what? I
0: I said what's what's the hole that the field is going to dread uh, playing in two weeks
1: the most? Oh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be um, what is it? Ten? 11, Thirteen? 13's got that tough tee shot. Um, it's, it's back into the trees and you've got, um, you know, you've got thick trees and I 69 on your right, you've got thick trees and Creek and out of bounds and everything like that on the left. And there's, there's really, there's no room for error on that hole there. And you've either got to lay it back or you've got to hit driver and try to get past everything. Um, but if you get past everything, Do you really get past everything and, and, you know, stay in bounds there? So I think that's going to make a lot of people nervous. And the funny thing about 13 for me is that if I'm playing well, I can go three straight months with just hitting driver with my eyes closed and striping it down the fairway. And then I might hit one bad tee shot on there. And then it just, it just scares me for, for weeks, you know, so it, it can create scar tissue there on on 13 there. So that's going to be the big one there that, uh, if, if people get too aggressive, um, you know, trying to push the round cause we're getting near the end of the round there and, um, you've only got one par five left, um, you know, to be able to, uh, um, um, you know, if you hit a good tee shot, you've got like an eight iron going in. So you've got something like that short going in, but I mean, you can lay back and hit a three or four iron and then you've got probably a four iron coming in. So it's one of those decisions that it could go either way. Do you really want to push it? You really want to risk risk losing a ball. The good thing though, is the way that they'll play the the hazard on the right, even though it's I 69, that's generally played as a, a water hazard. So you hit it in the trees, right. and if you, if you hit it even further, it's not out of bounds. So it's not stroke and distance, but still that's that's, that's a penalty stroke. So, you know, it's one of those ones that, uh, um, you yeah. know, it, I think is going to be pretty pivotal come, uh, come the, uh, uh, the event that's coming up.
0: You know, the thing with 13 that, that can also kill you, say, say you are in the hazard left and you have to take a drop up there, then it's almost like a chip out. Where you can't even really yes. advance it fifty yards short of the green, you got to chip out sideways, uh, and still have an eight, seven, eight iron in for your fourth shot. So, yep. uh, yeah, thirteens key. Uh, you know, me as a guy that that hits a cut, um, eleven can be pretty terrifying, um, especially from the tips, having to play like a four iron, five iron, and you know, aim at the left edge of the green over the water that's that's usually just a bailout short right for someone like me zach what what's your thought 11 13 another hole
2: i mean obviously 11 and 13 but you know i think two 11 13 the t shot on 15 is going to be trouble for people the entire week depending on what the wind is 16 is a difficult hole um i think what's going to surprise people honestly the most and i'm probably giving away too much, but is how many people are going to hit it out of bounds on 12 on their second shot. And I don't mean like out of bounds right. flailing it far to the right. I mean, shots that they think are fine that have gone out of bounds because yeah, that's, unless it sneaks up on you, doesn't it? I mean, unless it's changed, if it doesn't rain a lot, kind of like it has been that right side of the fairway starts getting pretty dry and if it hits anywhere pin high near the green with any type of cut spin, it's going into the woods, right? Hmm. So, yeah, that yeah. uh, yeah, you got
1: that cart path. You got that cart path. That's right there. That's a pretty tough one.
2: Yeah. I remember multiple times, you know, hitting shots that, you know, I saw land thinking, well, I mean, we're going to be pin high with a short sided chip, not great, but then you get up there and it's gone it's you know a foot out and you're like how did that happen you know i i always remember that was just something that surprised me something that didn't seem like it should be that that is absolutely the case out there that i think is going to bite a lot of people
1: yeah let me zach let me ask you this one here uh what about that second shot into 17 with that green slope
2: yeah that one's that's a hard one you know i always just tried to hit uh hit a hybrid or something out there to the the right portion of the green, obviously try or the right portion of the fairway, trying to avoid, you know, that bunker. And then, you know, my miss, I was always just trying to miss short. And if it ran up there, it ran up there. You know, that was always a par hole for me. Always played as a par hole. Uh, birdie there is, is, is just a gift in my mind. Um you know, multiple times did I get greedy, playing well with a good score, trying to hit a back pin there, to hit five feet in front of it, thinking that it was going to be good for it to jump six feet over the green to where I make double and ruin a good round. So, um, yeah, that I think that is going to be a pivotal hole as well. Um, you just can't you can't miss anywhere but short. So,
0: what's um. Johnny, what's what's the best hole at Autumn? Yeah, you the also came the
2: best hole at Autumn?
1: Best hole. I'm going to say it's probably f- I think 14 for me. 14 is a pretty benign par four but the green is is tougher than than what you think it is so the 14 used to have a one bunker on the left or one bunker on the right two bunkers on the left they've removed the two bunkers on the left so it's just it's just kind of hill and if they move the t's up you can you can stuff it up there pretty close and they've got that pond on the left it really doesn't affect anything except for a, maybe a pulled tee shot. But the green there, they've got a lot of good, uh, good spots for it, and they've got some really solid um, pin placements that they can do. And making birdie there is actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good feat. It looks like it's an easy one. You almost kind of not not should make birdie, but birdie should be doable. But it's one of those ones that it's got a wide fairway. And if you hit it far enough and you can hit it over the right bunker, it's actually not that hard of a hole because then you can just kind of middle the green and it's a pretty sloped green, but you can two up for your par. But you lose it right where the pine trees are. You lose it left. You might be close to the water or under or behind some trees. and Then you got some decisions to make. And then if you if you uh, uh, miss the green long and they've removed the right green side bunker, so it's just it's just grass you could go down the slope. So it's, it's one of the ones I like to play because it kind of makes you think um, after you've already played 13, which is a tough one, but uh, it's one of my favorites, just because like I said, I like hitting iron shots and wet shots into that green because it really, really kind of makes me strategize where I want to come in on my tee shot and then
2: where I want to leave my ball for my birdie putt.
0: I didn't see that one coming.
2: I didn't see 14 is the best hole. Unsung hero of the golf course. <laughs> That's a good one. It really is. I, I probably, if he didn't say that, might have said that too as a sleeper. I just think it's a wonderful. I kind of like
0: 10. I think 10 is a good hole. Um, I, I, I think it's it's challenging, but if you hit a, like a draw there, uh, you can get it into, you know, to a certain point where you're hitting, I don't know, nine iron. Um, and kind of down. I like that shot, that approach shot down the hill. I just like that hole. I think it's a fun hole to play. And, but it's also like you could you could make a
2: double there pretty easily as well. Mm-hmm.
1: That think for me,
2: scary. I think for me, fifteen would be what I think is overall the best hole. Uh, you know, if the green complex wasn't as flat and a little bit more complex, I think it would be almost a perfect right. hole. You know, it gives you it gives you so many options and so many ways to play the hole and that's to me the gauge of you know the greatest golf holes to me are just you know how they can be played many different ways to get the same result and that's you know a hole that you can just pound driver and hit wedge into every time eventually is going to get boring but you know 15 poses so much trouble in every direction and you know, you have to decide if you're going to be brave and hit that drive that does honestly uh, give you a serious reward if you're able to get it within a distance to get to the green because most people are going to hit irons off the tee and, you know, have to lay up to 100 yards and try to get close there or to a green that isn't as forgiving as it looks. So I think 15 is a great hole.
0: All great points. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I like that point of – the number one, how many different ways you can play a hole, how many different ways it might play during the week, depending on, on, on wind and and the direction. Um, so I, I like that, uh, most three puts of the week, maybe
1: number eight, Johnny. On eight.
0: If it's a front front or middle
1: pin, 17 or eight, but Yeah. yeah, I mean, we already talked about 17, but eight, yes, they uh, um, they have. It, it's interesting. They pulled or they they filled in the right uh, right of the green bunker that they had there. Um, so they've kind of turned it into into some chipping area. So you actually have some bail bailout room there. But the whole green, except for the very very back portion, is very very sloped. So. It's uh, um, it's one of those ones that you probably want to keep it underneath the hole because you want that uphill putt. If you're pin high there, you've really got a sloping putt. And if you miss the green left or right, you know, you've got that basically uh, uh, you've got 10 feet of break on, on your chip shot. So that's going to definitely be one that hole that hole there most likely, depending on how firm it gets, and really the wind direction, but how firm it gets, um, that's going to yield a bunch of high scores. I mean, because it's got the pond left, it's got the pond through the fairway, and then it's got that tough green. So that's going to be one that I i, I see you're probably going to want to hang on, kind of hang out for dear life and just get through that hole and, and get to nine. Uh, third, third city in
0: 25 years, uh, you guys call it does, is the winner gonna be under par, Zach? Yes. What do you think, Johnny?
1: Yes, the winner is gonna be under par.
0: Clean sweep on that one. I, I, I think players are uh, primed and ready and uh, there's a lot of guys playing well in the area and we've talked about that in some of the other shows. Um, so I think this will be the first time we'll see the winner under par um final word guys Zach what do you think about the week
2: uh excited to get back to autumn and play um like I said a place that I have a lot of fond memories playing with you know a lot of great guys and great players uh Johnny and I used to play in a Saturday skins game with the likes of Pierre and obviously Johnny myself uh Vernasco Matt Schmidt Kevin Irons there were so many people that played in that game I mean, we would have upwards of 30 people playing in that game playing from the tips and you know if I remember correctly the the low score would normally be one or two under maximum so you know it's just a tough golf course that that even played every single week from those tees it's still tough to shoot something mm-hmm. with a six in the front so Yeah, super excited, and uh, you know, I I do think the score will be under par, but I don't think it'll be many under par.
0: Johnny, you got to be excited, obviously, as 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 a member playing there as much as you do. First time in nine years.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very very excited that it's uh, that it's finally here, uh, just a couple weeks away. I'm I'm hoping that they make the golf course pretty challenging to, to show the, the city um, uh, you know, the residents and everything that how, how tough the course can play. And I hope they uh, make it a good test. The, the golf course is in phenomenal shape. The, the rough's a little Brown, but Brown is beautiful. And the, the, the fairways and greens are firm, but they are, and they're green. So it's uh, uh, it's going to be a fun, fun test. It's going to test everybody's game. And, you know, for the people who are playing in it, um, you know, hopefully they'll uh, um, you know beyond their game and everything. But it's one of those things that if you don't play well, you know, sometimes just the golf course wins. And I think it's gonna it's gonna beat a lot of people. But I hope a lot of people who have some good rounds and some good stretches can feel good about how they're playing because this is one of the the tougher golf courses in the area. So very very excited. Glad we got to talk about the course today. Looking forward to what you've got content wise coming up here in the next couple of weeks and you know, where we can preview it and talk about it afterwards.
0: All right, guys, Johnny, Zach, appreciate you coming on. And uh, first podcast of a couple about the city and uh, we'll have some more coming up in the next couple of weeks. man. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Check out your best bet on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and our YouTube channel. And we should have more city championship content coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So appreciate you listening and tuning in.